on the podcast, I have a very interesting guy. His name is Benjamin Wynn, and he is the chief executive officer and founder at Social Media Music Teacher, and he's a piano teacher as well at his own piano studio under the name of Ben Wynn. Welcome, Ben, to the podcast. Thank you so much, Sylvia. I'm super glad to be here. Now, before we started recording this interview, we were just talking about the value of music, mentioning that it's a transformational experience. And I see in your bio on Facebook, because that's where you're very active at present, that you've studied music education at San Diego State University, but you have a huge history with music, both as a musician, but also as a business model. Um, and you help other tutors to achieve their business goals. And you also help students who are learning music to achieve their musical goals. So I'm interested in this line, transformational experience. Can you dig into that a little? Yeah, of course. Um, it really starts from this big problem that I see in the music industry and just like the music education community, um, where especially here in America, um, there's, this, there's this stigma where music is this secondary priority to everything secondary arts music is a secondary priority to um to like the academic subjects that are in school and it causes a lot of problems here because there are oftentimes when when people who are just starting out or even music teachers too just see music as this extracurricular activity and if we are able to, if we're looking at music that way, it becomes very hard for us to attract new students and it becomes hard to hook people in to, to music, even at an early age. Um, so really think about how music is a transformational experience really helps us think about the value of music. Why do you think from all of your musical history, why do you see music as very important in society and in you know, education circles? Music is, is huge, it's huge, especially thinking about how our world has shaped in the history and especially the number one thing here is like the culture. And culture is such an important part in our lives. I think music is one of the, one of the most, I think the most like important driver to culture. And that's how, you know, that's how stories are spread. That's how memories are created. It's through music and those are the things that are really important in life because when we think about why we live and and the reason why we should live it should be to be happy right and music brings joy music brings happiness and it is spread through those memories that we pass down to our kids we pass down to our friends and and that's something that's often overlooked and often taken for granted in in our lives well, I think you've said something there. It's taken for granted. I mean, I was just thinking today about the festive Christmas season. Music is everywhere at this time of the year. And it lifts as bad as things are in some places with COVID. It lifts everybody in their spiritual selves to be just that mm -hmm. little bit happier and lighter about life, even though we're in a challenging time on the planet just now. Now, when you say music is a transformational experience, just speak about your work with students because you are a piano teacher. Mm -hmm. And what kind of transformation have you seen in your own students? Yeah, it's it's huge. The transformation is huge. And it's something that develops over the years. But it's like it's almost like working out. Like you don't notice the results every single day. But when you look back, you see how much you've grown. You see how much you've changed. So, for example, like some of my students, um, 
are they they just start out as complete beginners they have no idea what to expect they seem kind of intimidated by music because it's a new thing um but looking back over the years it's not just learning the notes it's not just learning how to play songs but what they do remember and they do remember about the experiences with me and with music are the memories and and it's the the emotions and the feelings that it brings to them um it's it's them being able to show off their skills with their other friends and making memories that way it's them being able to use music as that outlet whenever they're feeling down or whenever they need to celebrate something they they have that tool in place to be able to express those emotions and that's the most important thing there it's it's having that to be able to to create a transformational experience for themselves even outside of just me being there and do you think music is really a spiritual experience as much as a, as it's an emotional experience and also do you think it's a confidence builder as well in in students of course 100% um i think that's one of those things that um that is seen a lot in these amazing musicians i think everyone everyone thinks that music is just one of those things where you have to put years and years 10 plus years of dedication maybe in order to feel that confidence right but it doesn't have to be that way it's it can be it can be done in just a few minutes it could be done in you know a few years but really being able to have that spiritual uh even physical and even mental transformation and um is something that is something that can be created just with like a touch of music and it, it's something where we don't even have to play music but we can listen to music and be able to feel that as well and it's that shared experience that's extremely important i agree and how important do you think it is for young musicians we'll say to spend time with other young musicians in learning their craft and jamming together and having fun how important do you think that is i think it's i think it's extremely important i think um Another thing that we often see in the music space, in the music industry, is um, a lot of putting your head down and grinding and practicing by yourself or practicing just with the teacher. Um, and for me, like the, one of the biggest reasons why I joined music or wanted to make music my career actually was not because of just that musical experience and just learning music, but it was really sharing that experience with other people so for example like i started playing i started learning the piano in my private lessons when i was like five years old but it, it wasn't until i got to high school when i joined the marching band i started playing percussion with other students around me where i really fell in love with it and that's why like i started my that's why i went to to college studying music and that's why my business is around helping music teachers now it's because of that shared experience with other students. And how many instruments do you play? You, I think piano is probably your main instrument, but what other instruments? Yeah, I play piano for, for like been over like 15 years so far, but I also play percussion instruments. So that's already like hundreds of instruments in yeah, itself right it there. It is for sure. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, mostly it's I'm, great fun. It is, it is. I, I really love playing like, um, not just the, the drums, but also like, the mallet percussion keyboards as well. And those things are, those things are amazing. I've been playing that for 
about like eight or nine years so far. Yeah, yeah. So you're at the back of the orchestra having a lot of fun. So yeah. <laughs> you just you just mentioned there that you help tutors, you know, fellow tutors who might be struggling. And I mean, there has been such a change in society now with COVID, for example, in my own country here. What used to happen in the real world with tutoring, meaning some tutors would go out to people's homes, others mm -hmm. children would come into music schools. Now, I think the schools are back open and they're doing their thing, but I do know that an awful lot of tutors are very nervous about returning to people's homes in their local city, offering a very mm -hmm. good service. So how do you help tutors kind of get over that problem that we're having in this new world of COVID and kind of circumventing that? Yeah, I think a big concern that a lot of tutors have are, um, you know, am I going to be able to get back my students or am I going to be able to teach back in person or, hey, maybe I want to teach online, but I don't really know how to do it. Or here's another big problem. Like, I know how to teach online. I love teaching online, but I don't know if students really want to teach or want to learn online as well. And I think the, the number one solution here is really understanding, like really understanding how do we not just market our, our businesses and our studios, um, but really get on, really be able to take students on without having to worry about whether they want in-person or online lessons, because that's not really where the concern is for the students. Um, the concern here for the students and what the students want is making sure that they're getting the right teacher and they're they are you know they are signing they're signing up for something that they will enjoy as well so if we focus on what i like to call that transformational experience and we focus on marketing that and, and in terms of marketing that's that's something i help a lot of tutors with is being able to market that transformational value so that no matter what, no matter what, if students are wanting in-person or they're wanting online, it doesn't matter. What really matters here is that they're signing you up to, to experience that transformation. And when we are able to focus on that, it, it removes everything out of the equation. It removes, oh, you know, do, do the students want in-person? Do the students want online? Like, it doesn't matter. As long as they want that transformational experience with you, they will sign up with you. Well, I think there's a lot of software available now for tutors um, that maybe might be superior to the well-known Zoom in terms of audio mm -hmm. quality, which is solving a lot of problems. I know for per myself personally, it has solved a lot of issues. And I suppose when you think about conveying that message of transformation, it's really about messaging, getting the message and getting the words to articulate that message accurately. I think maybe mm -hmm. that, is that where there probably is a significant challenge? Exactly. There's always a disconnect with messaging. It doesn't matter if we're like doing it online and marketing or just talking to people in our lives. Like there's all, it's, it's really about conveying your message in a way that the other person understands. And for us as music teachers and music tutors, we understand the value of music, right? We've grown up with it. We, it's like inherently in our, in our heart and our soul. Mm -hmm. But what we really have to know how to do is now there's the skill of actually conveying that to new students, new parents who are just on the edge. How do we, how do we tell them about the value of music in a way that they understand? And that's where the real skill of 
not just marketing, but communication comes into play. Yes, and um, I also think though that there's um, a concern there with parents that if they use an online service from somebody, mm. are they going to get a quality service? Um, you know, there's this kind of distant relationship forming. Is it reliable? Is the person mm -hmm. reliable? Are they going to show up? Am I going to pay my money? Are they going to be there? <laughs> you know, there's these very legitimate questions. And um, I would say to any tutor that, you know, getting reviews is probably critical. Um, mm -hmm. It's one of the key things I would I would definitely suggest for people to try and build on is just get reviews from existing students and put them out there to kind definitely. of gain confidence, because I've had these experiences and I can so understand where parents are coming from. I can really yeah. understand it because of all the catfish stories, to be honest. <laughs> but um, it's a legitimate question for sure. What have you seen in terms of examining online? Because in the real world of tutoring, it's quite simple. You're working with the student one on one or maybe in a group or something, and you can facilitate doing exams and testing and so forth if they want to pursue that route. Mm -hmm. How is that happening now in America with examining now that a lot of teachers may be trying to do their skill online? Ah, yeah, that's that's it's very interesting um, because I've heard a lot of stories about that. Um, especially with teachers being able to prepare students for, for exam, right? That's, that's the focus of, uh, that question. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think it's definitely, it's possible, right? It's really the same. It's really depends on the teacher's skills and the teacher's way of being creative. And I think being online definitely opened up a lot of creative ways to be able to teach and still deliver the results of their teaching, um, just in a new new form and a new medium um i think it, with preparing for exams it's it's uh it's definitely possible online i've heard a lot of not just some of my clients but teachers that i've talked to um, have a lot of success doing it online um because because the real skill and the real results and the work comes from the students and the students being able to put in the work as well and put in the practice hours and put yeah, in the but I, I do think, though, from a parent standpoint who mm. are, you know, they're asking these questions about exams online, like it's about the quality of sound, the quality of skill. Is that sound being correctly relayed online? Is the mm -hmm. skill required? Is it being conveyed or can it be conveyed online? Would What would your answer be to that by what you've heard? Uh, I think I think one of those things where if I was in that position, I would rather show than tell. So showing examples of students that have done their performances or their exams online, it's a really great way of, of answering that question. Um, and it, it solves a lot of like those concerns because those are all understandable. Like these are a lot of unknowns that are still completely new in music that you know, even myself, I'm not like super familiar with, but I have seen it happen. And I think the the best way to answer that is by asking the teacher to show some examples so that you can be able to hear um, the quality of sound. You can be able to see how the student is performing in that online, you know, online in, space environment. As well. Yeah. So yeah. what you're saying is really that you can't argue with video. Yeah, <laughs> there, it comes down to video. You can't argue with video. So YouTube is there. It's probably the easiest platform to upload a video to privately and share that out to whom you need. 
So mm-hmm. it's just one option. Now, yeah. um, unfortunately, today we are tied with time and I'd love to have you on longer. And we may actually organize a future episode, maybe early in 2022, to have you on to speak about in more detail about what you do, because you've a lot to speak about. But unfortunately, today, due to time constraints, we can't um, have a long episode. So before we finish, where can people find you? Where can they reach out to? Where are you most active online? I would say um, most active online on Facebook. So if you just look up my name on Facebook, Benjamin uh, Wynn, N-G-U-Y-E-N, you can um, you can definitely find my profile there. Um, I, I run a, a business called and a company called Social Media Music Teacher. Um, but also if you're a music tutor, I have a Facebook group called The Six Figure Studio. You just look that up on Facebook as well in the Facebook groups. But there is like an awesome community full of other teachers um, who are you know trying to build their businesses but also be able to share this value music with with everyone in their lives as well and i think it's a it's a great place to be able to meet other tutors yeah it's in these days i think these connections are so valuable because there's exactly. so much there's so much change happening over here in the uk irish systems change has happened in terms of how exams are being organized now so for those who find the online world an, a new challenge to meet it's great to have a community of like minds that understand what everybody's in and are trying to do. So it's great. Exactly. It's great to have that vision. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on today and we'll have you back in 2022 for sure on a more longer episode, hopefully with more detail. So uh, listeners, look out for that one. It's coming out in 2022, hopefully in January or February. We'll try and schedule it for that time. So thank you very much for your time today, Ben. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great day.